the notion that if you can see it, you can believe it. It's not just rhetoric, words said to sound elevated. This concept was coined out of the idea that a thought creates a reality. When that thought or vision is big, so big, it is almost scary, bordering on the realm of the impossible within your current reality, a new door opens. That door is to a new dimension that can only exist for those who pursue it. What if you took your goals and multiplied them by 10? I did. You have tuned in to Debt Free Wealth Radio with Trudy Behrman. Thank you for taking me along with you as you're listening in on your Here, you will learn biblical financial strategies to help Christian income earners find and monetize their purpose, acquire the upgrades to things they want, and become profitable stewards who enjoy debt-free wealth, all while embracing the Bible as a practical, relevant guide to success. Today's topic is Big Vision May Be the Ticket to Big Results. This is an elevated thinking show. At least I want you to think in an elevated fashion. You see, moving aimlessly is like being a hamster on a spinning wheel. Much ado about nothing. Vision, on the other hand, drives activity and direction. And if you have a global vision or global destination in mind, you may need to take a boat or a plane. It may take you hours or days to arrive. But short excursions don't require much more much effort at all. In fact, it requires much, much less effort and energy. But the bigger the destination, the bigger the vision, the more energy, the more effort, and sometimes even the more cost. And therefore, fewer and fewer of us experience those big trips because not everybody is prepared or willing or ready exert the kind of energy, effort, and cost it takes to have those huge experiences. It's the same with vision. Now, when the Wright brothers were tinkering with air travel and Ford was tinkering with the automobile in the time of the horse and buggy, those visions had the rest of the world saying they're crazy. But those same visions pulled them up and outside of the zone of the ordinary. You see, I have seen, I've just come to a conclusion that these big visions, I almost imagine uh, out of the world, almost like a heavenly um, rope, so to speak, and it's pulling you up. It is something so much bigger than yourself. It's elevating you from the ordinary and from the earth. That's almost how I see vision. It pulls you up. It pulls you up. You don't really have to push. The vision pulls you and it pulls you into action. And the notion that if you can see it, guys, if you can see it, you can believe it. Something about visualizing something in your head. There's nothing that we have today that didn't start as a vision, an idea in somebody's head. Okay. Can see a picture painted by an artist. It first started in their head. Okay, they have, and they took the thought and they put it in a format that the rest of us can experience and interact with. The building that you're sitting in right now, the car you're sitting in right now, the treadmill that you're on right now was an idea, then a drawing, then 
then the pieces came together. These things start with a vision and the big, big visions. Like I said, I just have started to view big vision as almost like a, a rope or a ladder hanging down from heaven, pulling us upwards. And the vision is so huge that it pulls us. I, visions don't push, guys. Visions pull. We push. We push. If, if you think about the process of pushing and pulling, <clears throat> you get behind something and you push. But when something pulls you, it's a completely, completely different experience. Forgive me, my throat's bugging me today. Now, when that thought, that idea creates a reality, when your vision is so big that it's almost scary, it's bordering freaking on the realm of impossibility within your current reality, new doors open for you. And I truly believe that that door is to a new dimension that can only exist for those who pursue it. Now, in the last few days of my life, I have just been amazed. There were some things that I wanted. I wanted badly. And whether I didn't have the immediate finances for those things or whatever. In other words, there were not things that I could just have an idea, go with my wallet out and get it. It was not that way for me. But these are things that I wanted. I can tell you, I all those things came into my reality through nothing more than sheer desire, an idea that literally came to be. But it also had me thinking that a lot of the times, the things that we don't get is because we truly don't want them badly enough. came so crystal clear to me because there are other goals that I have written up that haven't happened at all or as fast. Yet these other things that I just so desperately wanted, I just so desperately wanted, they have come to me and they came to me with almost little or no effort, but a strong desire and a constant, my eyes are constantly open for the opportunities to get closer to that thing. That's all it really took. So I had actually written down my goals. I'm a student of Cardone University. If you've never heard of Grant Cardone, I'm going to suggest you Google him. And when you Google him, you'll find pages and pages and pages of stuff on Grant Cardone, just as you'll find pages and pages on myself, because that is the goal that I'm aiming for. I am personally aiming to become as omnipotent as a human can be. Uh, a friend of mine in a private message chat on Facebook, she herself is a, a world-renowned, she's become a world-renowned um a celebrity in her own space on the stage of, you know, with thousands of people in the audience. And she told me in a private chat that I was prolific. And prolific means that you're like everywhere. And I thought to myself, wow, because, you know, we tend to rank ourselves against people. And for her to tell me, you know, the elevated level that I hold her at, for her to tell me that she saw me as prolific meant she saw me. And she saw me everywhere. And that was just freaking amazing because that is a huge piece in the puzzle of the vision that I have for myself. So what happened, guys, was I, I had, in, in the course of being a part of Cardone University, um, he challenged us because he is the promoter of the 10X life, okay? And so he, it's a good thing I hadn't read ahead because I'd have missed the whole point. He said, write our goals down, which, you know, I had my goals written down. Then he said, 10X it. So that means you have to multiply by 10 what you had. So, you know, my goal, for example, of having a million dollars in reserve cash had to suddenly become 10 million. Now, I can tell you the first few seconds that I, that I 10x my goals, I was 
flooded with thoughts convincing me this was impossible. But moments later, because I had them written down on paper, it wasn't just some wishy-washy thing. It wasn't just, I wrote these things down and I wrote down what the 10X was, the 10X version of those goals. But they, so they were staring right back, back at me in black and white. So after a few moments of thinking, oh my gosh, this is impossible. Later, I found myself dreaming of what it would be like if those goals did actually 10X and what if those goals were possible. And I literally, a new dimension and all, all of a sudden, anything less is a waste of my time. Chances are, even if I never hit the 10X version of my goal, there's no way that I will remain at the lower goals because I know my goals are bigger and I must go beyond them. I have, I am of the opinion that you need to dream big, then dream bigger. And when you do that, you will find yourself experiencing an elevated life. Now, guys, I want to share with you, and I actually need to run back into Facebook for this. Um, I have found 25 verses. I won't share them all with you, but I found 25 verses uh, in the Bible on goal setting. And I also found some on vision. And I do want to kind of share some of these with you. But uh, let's see if I can quickly, I didn't have a plan to do this, but I decided now I'm going to kind of try and share my new vision with you. And here are the Facebook posts I recently posted. I said, my vision just exploded. I've been part of the Tenix movement. It has expanded my thinking. My new vision may not be accomplished in my lifetime. However, I want to create a legacy like David, the King David, where he put everything in place for Solomon for the next generation to complete. My new vision is, you ready? My new vision is I want to help the church get debt free and be an example of God's abundance here on earth. And by the church, I mean the people not. However, in the process of helping the church of people become debt-free and have wealth debt-free, the corporate structure can be an experience of debt-free wealth as well because when it's people are debt-free and are enjoying debt-free wealth, they too can give generously to the point where they're told that they don't need to bring any more into the storehouse as back in the time of Moses when the tabernacle was being erected. Guys, here's the thing. When your dream is so freaking big, because, I mean, the church is huge, okay, uh, it, it, it can be almost scary. How can little old me help the church become debt-free? How can little old Trudy do that? Well, I tell you what, I'm going to freaking try. I am going to try. I'm going to do everything that I can do. Now, I recently, I think it was, uh, it was a recent show that I did, and uh, I shared an experience about talk, you know, when we have a passion and what we do with it, it comes out of the, the parable of the talent. Consider for a moment that you have the talent of singing. I just watched Yolanda Adams on the Jimmy Fallon show share uh, her song, Amazing. She got a standing ovation from the Jimmy Fallon audience. Now, Yolanda Adams is a Christian singer, and she sung her song Victory on the Jimmy Fallon show, which is that secular show, and she got a standing ovation from that audience. Now, she is, of course, now a celebrity in her own space. She's taken the talent of singing, and she has brought it to a huge stage, and she is reaping huge rewards. And if you take this idea and take it back to the store of the talent, guys, you, if you think about it, the one who had won and buried it is like the person who has a talent for singing and sings in the shower. Nobody knows. 
nothing is done with its talent. It's self, you know, evolving. That's it. It's just all there is is sing in the shower. Now take someone with that talent and say they even sing in church or a small choir, a small group. They will get a reward. People will be benefiting from that. But it's also at a small level. This might be the example of the one servant who had two that brought two more back in return. But then when you freaking take that, that talent and work it at the next higher level, guys, where you put into effort, maybe you get a, a voice coach, you, you get a production team, you get a studio, you, you, know, you do all the extra things that most people don't do. You cut a record, you market it, you make sure it's great. I mean, this is... That, uh, like Yolanda Adams is enjoying an elevated experience of a talent that many of you have. Okay, how big is your vision? Stop playing small. Some of us are playing way too small. So <clears throat> we need to have our vision in writing. Even in Habakkuk 2, verse 2, the Lord said, Write the vision, make it plain on tablets so he may run who reads it. So he may run who reads it. That's what happened to me. When I 10x my goals, but I wrote them down in black and white, and they were staring right back at me. Jeremiah 29, 11, God, you know, Jeremiah is saying, for I know I have the plan for, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for good and not for evil, plans to give you a future of abundance. That's what God has in store for you. But you've got to have a really big dream for yourself. You know, I mean, commit your ways to the Lord and trust in him. I mean, unless the Lord builds a house of labor in vain, who is the author and finisher of your vision? Okay? In the human heart, we may plan our course, but the Lord establishes our set proverbs. You can ascribe to this, guys. Your dreams do not have to have an earthly limitation. You can, and you can tap into this heavenly list that I'm talking about, that rope that is extended from heaven and pulling us upward into this bigger dream. So guys, I invite you once again, I'm super simple to find at trudybearman.com. If this was of any value to you, I'm going to ask that you like, comment, share, uh, you know, subscribe to the stuff. Look at my, I'm easy to find at trudybearman.com. I've got courses to help you tap into your purpose and monetize it and expand it and live the abundant life. Trudy Behrman here. Thank you for joining me today. Super simple to find at trudybehrman.com and I do look forward to connecting with you.